I mean, you can put it in your ass, but you got to be careful. You're going to have to, like, tie a toothpick long ways because your mm -hmm. ass swallows things. So you got to have, like, something that will hold on to. Why don't you pitch juice down an elevator, Dave? <laughs> no, no. I need you to do that again and make it sound like you were being less accusatory to my ass specifically of swallowing things. <laughs> no. You know your ass. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Vroom vroom! We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, set it around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave, Howdy. Casey, I'm so fast, and Juice. Oh, bye. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. And this month, nothing is better than free, especially when it's HBO. It's a trial. Forget splicing into your grandpa's cable line. We are Legal Eagle getting that sweet, sweet premium cable and using our one month free trial. Last week, we watched 2021's Mortal Kombat. Juice, what do we watch this week? Oh, this week I want something that I hadn't seen. I didn't really even know that it was tied into the Fast and Furious universe, but turns oh. out that it is. It was Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> How did you not with it in the title, Fast and Furious? Well, because I just saw it as Hobbs and Shaw when I saw yeah. the commercials and I, it just kind of came by. It wasn't until that I was like... Uh, I chose it. It was like, oh, oh okay. It's, it's Fast and Furious. It makes sense now. I made this choice because, A, it's got a semicolon in it. Why the fuck not? But, B, <laughs> this is going to be my last official week with shitty cinema, guys. I know everybody is super sad. It's okay. Oh. I'm not leaving forever. But I am going to be taking a step back. I've uh, decided to focus a little bit more on my music and uh, put my love and heart and passion into that. I still plan on coming around as a guest star, saying hello to all of my friends here and uh, all of the Cinemites at home. But uh, you'll be seeing a little bit less of me. So the next time that I'm around, I'll let you all know uh, the name of our band. We are currently going through a restructure, but I'm going to miss you guys. I, I hope to uh, I hope my legacy can leave on. All right. Juice, for this very special episode, you need to give us an elevator pitch before we get ahead of ourselves. So here is your setup. Juice, you just binge-watched Chernobyl on your HBO trial and decided you had to visit the site yourself. Unfortunately, you picked the day that Cyborg Elba and the CIA are kicking each other's asses, and a giant smokestack was just blown up and is about to crush you. You've got about 10 seconds before you get squished, so in that time, sell us on this movie. The Rock and the Statham hate-fuck their way from L.A. to Moscow to save their sexy sister from the Cyborg Elba's super virus using quippy banter and all those long-lost brothers. 10 seconds. Yes, thank you, thank you. All right, Casey, well, I'd like to think that we both went to go visit Chernobyl together. So you wake up and you realize that you passed out right next to a radioactive puddle and uh, your skin is starting to melt before you lose the ability to use your legs. Sell us this movie. A classic odd couple tale of a roided out Megan and Harry snarking their way through baddies, snowflakes, and physics that paces like a miniseries made by GNC. Eight seconds. Muscle milk, motherfucker. Motherfucker. I don't know that you made it any better with that. I... Muscle milk in general is just a term that no one should use. Mm. All right, before we condemn The Rock and Jason Statham to horny jail, let's go over the movie that shitty cinema watched. 
The Rock and Jason Statham are a classic odd couple pairing of Hobbs, the lovable lawman, and Shaw, the suave criminal. They're recruited by the CIA to go after Idris Elba and the techno-illuminati who are trying to recover a virus that makes people snowflakes. No, it's called the snowflake virus. Oh. Shaw's sister Hattie injected the snowflake virus into herself to keep Idris Elba from getting it. Now, she's trying to find a way to neutralize the virus before it kills her in 72 hours. The whole world's at stake, and she's on the run from Idris Elba. I would never run from Lufa. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw mostly posture like high school boys over who has the most testosterone. Mm. Surprisingly, they easily find and capture Hattie, and Shaw gets all, that's my sister. And Idris Elba shows up and says, mine. Yeah, I, I would also mine on Vanessa Kirby. I mean, I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating biscuits. That's for sure, Juice. Shaw's surprised because he shot Idris in the face years ago. But it turns out the techno-illuminati made Idris a cyborg to help them spread the snowflake virus to kill millions of people so that they can save humanity. Just don't think about it too hard. Fortunately, Hattie, Hobbs, and Shaw escaped to find the -the off-the-grid Russian scientist who invented Snowflake. Can I be honest? I didn't know that her name was Hattie until right now. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say the exact same thing. I'm like, they had to fucking Google it because I don't remember him saying no, they it say outside it. one. Yeah, they did, they did say How many time. times? Like three. Yeah, not many. Oh. In two hours oh. and 16 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he says you've got two options. One, you can kill Hattie and burn her body to dust. Mm. Or, or two, get the magic MacGuffin from the techno-illuminati Chernobyl plant that'll extract it from her blood. Hmm. They opt for option two and fly commercial, despite the fact that the techno-illuminati control the media and have made Hobbs and Shaw wanted international terrorists. How the flying fuck did the rock fit in a coach seat? Bullshit. I have sat I, next to some people on a fucking plane. Yeah, Not both, right. but big. Not the fucking big. rock. Not the rock. The, the answer is he didn't. He just occupied about 70% of the seat next to him as well. <laughs> The three manage to get caught, and Hobbs and Shaw are tortured by Idris. Hattie grabs the MacGuffin, and the boys do that, Oh, we're just letting you torture us, so we can break out at any time routine. And then they proceed to make their way out of the factory, leveraging some classic Fast and the Furious driving stunts and plenty of explosions. Yeah! Of course, and they escaped with Vanessa Kirby and The Machine, so it's a good movie. Good movie, guys. I love that band. Yeah, that would have been a good movie, right? But unfortunately, we've got another hour left in this movie. An hour. The MacGuffin is damaged and time no longer matters. So they hop a plane (laughs) to Samoa to reunite Hobbs with his family he hasn't seen in 25 years. See, Hobbs' brother is a mechanic and therefore can fix the MacGuffin computer machine. Because skilled laborers are just today's wizards. So say yes to trade schools, kids. Dave, with the power of the script, they can fix anything. While Hobbs' brother is fixing the MacGuffin, Hobbs recruits the rest of his family to set a trap for Idris and friends. They don't have guns, just a lot of old cars and traditional Samoan weapons, which I'm sure is going to be fine, right? It's it's fine. It's Did they need a reason fine. to get the rock topless and wearing that tiny skirt thing? And why wasn't <laughs> he wearing it in the whole movie? And why did it have pants underneath? Yeah, if I looked like the rock, I would also refuse to ever wear a shirt at any time. <laughs> Except for when I'm immediately going to flex out of it. That's the one exception. <laughs> That's a good exception. Right? Can you smell what The Rock is wearing? (laughs) I hope not. Does it smell like poop? (laughs) Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? And then he rips ass. And then it's, can you smell what The Rock is wearing? (laughs) That one was a slow simmer. Pulls off.
out his lighter and he's like, ready for a flambe? No! No! Hattie gets hooked to the repaired MacGuffin after the group sets up a death box. The plan is to hack the techno-illuminati's weapons (laughs) and then just poke them with spears and shit. So they cast disable guns, but fortunately, Cyborg Idris is unharmed. They manage to repel the attackers, but before Hattie can have the virus completely removed, she's abducted by Idris. Fun fact, it is actually technically impossible for me to get abducted by Idris Elba because I'd already be handcuffed in his trunk, but he wants me not. Like he's trying to put groceries away, and I'm just like, hey, what are you doing later? He loves it. I was, I was going to ask if the cyborg thing was a problem case, but I just get the impression you don't give a shit. Um, I'm just thinking of all the fun possible yeah, attachments, uh... Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Use your imagination. <laughs> you see what right. the bike does. Idris gets Hattie to the chopper to escape, but Hobbs hooks the helicopter with a tow chain from the truck that Shaw is driving. Cue the most ridiculous scene where a helicopter is trying to fly away with a truck only to have all of the Samoans daisy-chaining more cars to each other just to prevent it. Eventually, the truck and the helicopter crash to the ground, but without exploding. Of course, that's... But, but, but why? Why? Because yeah, it's a fucking Christmas miracle, Juice. Yeah. <laughs> Hattie finally has the virus removed. Hobbs and Shaw grunting at each other for a moment, and the two team up to beat Cyborg Idris. Defeated, Idris is all like, fucking kill me, pussy. And Shaw's like, nah, my dude, I already shot you. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> I've lost a lot of brain cells by this point of the movie. Well, the Techno Illuminati secret overlord just turns Idris off. Wah, wah. And then everything's fine, apparently. Hobbs reunites with his family and introduces them to his daughter. And then Ryan Reynolds calls Hobbs and is like, new virus alert. We need a sequel. Do we need a sequel? No. No. I mean, I'd watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of what's a bigger waste for this film. Was it Ryan Reynolds or Helen Mirren? Helen Mirren. Helen, Helen Mirren. Mirren. She's definitely. better. She's so much better than this. Yeah, God, yeah, this the two exactly scenes she was Ryan in. Reynolds speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, oh, you're going to be in a Fast and the Furious movie and you're a snarky agent. Yeah. That's, hey, that's a Ryan remember Reynolds the Hitman's bodyguard? Yeah, I was in that, that too. I really would have loved to see Helen Mirren do the entrapment butt laser scene in prison, <laughs> and she didn't. Therefore, everyone fucking wasted my time, and I'm angry. Okay, so I'm I'm a little upset that they play really hard into, like, the Guy Ritchie or Absurd Oceans movie heist bitness, right, of, of Shaw and his mom and his sister and never pay that off in this movie. Also, I'm going to be honest, Jason Statham is starting to kind of show his age a little bit, and I feel like he's five years away from, like, What's with the 50p Charles want to pay card? Like, he's going to be the next one <laughs> in Pete and Boss, that group. man. Hell Pete yeah. Boss and Jason. That's do, the new super Do you super really think group. so? I think he's always looked the same. He's Wait, are you? Some vague age. No, I, uh, yeah. Are uh, you suggesting, like, he's going to turn into the British Clint Eastwood and in five years he's going to release, like, whatever their version of Gran Torino is and we're all going to realize, No, like, no, no, no. I... He's just going to drop a grime album with, like, you know, Pete and Boz. That's what I'm saying. Okay. He's going to go do one, do one, do one. Okay, but can we be honest? I'd listen to that. I'm I'm in for a Jason Statham grime album. 
before we get into this, just because it reminded me of this reading the plot, I really hate how fucking all language is political now because then I watch shit like this. They're like, it's called the snowflake virus, and I immediately like, <laughs> fucking, where are you going with it? Where are you going with it? Where are you going? No, Grandma, we're not at Finley's. Not, we can't have this conversation. I'm not, I, it's an outback conversation because there's no <laughs> rules. It's just right, 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 all right. Okay, oh, so no. Jason Statham's looking a little rough, but his fight scenes still fucking rock, dude. They still he can hold still on, kick ass. God bless yes. Jason Statham. I don't think he ever can not. Like you said, he's gonna be on the next Pete and Boss album because he's gonna be a gangster by the time he's fuck or till the time he's fucking eighty. I sure hope so. I mean, not as much prop fighting in this as I would have normally liked from a Jason Statham film. Like, I really yeah. love watching him beat the shit out of people with, like, fire hoses and shit. He does use a champagne bottle to great effect at the start of this. Yeah. That's, like, my favorite Jason Statham fight in the movie. Oh, it's fantastic. Like, punch poking someone in the throat with the neck of a champagne bottle. Oh, <laughs> oh God. He so did it, like, two smashes times. the back end of the bottle into his throat. I lo- yeah, he Boom. fucking no the small end. Uh, I would yeah, rather the he, big he end pu- than the small. end. He punches end. the big end so to add force to the small end as it smashes into his throat. Oh, uh, okay, Dave. You said that there wasn't a lot of prop fighting in this, but what about the hallway scene when him and the Rock are breaking in the Chernobyl, <laughs> you know, super secret dungeon? Yeah, mm-hmm. he starts with just fists, then he beats up a guy and he takes his little fucking baton. Okay, he starts True. beating people with batons. Pop, pop. Uh, okay, that doesn't impress the Rock. Then he catches a punch <laughs> from behind and Krav Maga sums dude's arm wonky and starts handcuffing him to like three other people. Oh yeah, that was so fun. There's all sorts of fucking props in this movie. He's using well, tasers. Yeah, well, but those were all weapons, and like I, I want to see him doing the Jackie Chan style. I'm gonna beat you with everything in this room. Uh, which the only time we saw that it was actually his sister using a chair to beat people up. Oh, and she's uh, awesome. She yeah, was really good. That. But I did enjoy that hallway sequence. I loved the like yes. slap bracelet handcuffs that they had. I don't Love know how those that. work, but like they were great. They look like a lot of fun. We had those in the nineties, remember? They kinda hurt and you found out they were just like tape measures with like fabric yeah. over them later. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that everything looked so fucking small in the rock's hands when he tried to hold props and weapons. Or I'm just like, oh my god! Like it's not as bad as Shaquille O'Neal, but it's it's up there. It's up yeah. There. I mean, the, talking about the rock holding things out of his hands during the chase scene, where he holds a human out the window to slam it into a fucking wall. So good. Ooh. He catches an oncoming motorcyclist. Holds him up with his hand out the window and then just lets him go straight into a fucking wall. Like, you know those mailbags on trains? But with a human (laughs) and a fucking rock. But the best part is he doesn't even take time to roll the window down. He just punches his arm straight through it. Yeah. That is one thing I love. I love that Fast and the Furious started out as a series about, like, street racing and some basic theft and now it's turned into this universe where lifting weights makes you a superhero (laughs) yeah well you also have to drink raw eggs every morning dave yeah oh yeah oh no eggs are very important sweat muscle milk bitch (laughs) i I believe that you do and it's gross (laughs) my my sweat smells like chocolate if it's hot out it just curdles so fast oh i don't like it 
Okay, not only can The Rock hold people out the window, he can also take a fucking full face hit with a moto helmet like several times. Oh, yeah. Several times. He just gets the shit beat out of him with a moto helmet. Gets, like, car batteries thrown at him and shit. I do love that every time The Rock gets in a fight sequence, it kind of looks like an old Godzilla movie where you can just tell that all the props are carved out of foam when they bounce against him like that's what it looks like when someone throws a car battery at the rock it just kind of blinks off and hits the ground there's a couple of times that the rock sort of sprints in this movie and i was trying to get a sense of how quickly he actually moves because some you know when you're a big guy you usually sacrifice some speed and it's it's tough to tell he's no lesnar i'll say that (laughs) fast as fuck block block while he is a block of yeah, block Brock Lesnar, I'm pretty wrong. sure, ate no, his like super fast twin in the womb, and that's why he can move like that. He made a blood pact with Satan, and just like I get muscle and speed, no brain, only dick tattoo on chest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you think was better, The Rock wearing one of Jason Statham's? track suits allegedly <laughs> which obviously that would have been huge mm. on jason statham yeah. or the rock wearing that jean jacket in the beginning of the film that looks like it belonged to his daughter <laughs> discuss uh, I mean, i'm gonna uh, go with the rock in the track suit personally i thought he looked ridiculous but he pulled it off i wasn't really a huge fan of the jean jacket yeah, yeah. no babe he'd have to cut it off there's no pulling that off <laughs> the track suit and kangle was a look. It was All a right. look. Like you know. I wish they hadn't forgotten to put the molestash back on him because the molestash <laughs> he had. I know. That really made it. That's what yeah. I was like, oh hell yeah. I was super sad that they just take that off because it. That's a guy I want to buy Molly from in another country <laughs> for sure. For See, sure. I, I'm not gonna take it, but I'll buy it. I got a really hard Guy Ritchie vibe, and maybe that's because uh, Jason Statham's in it, right? Uh, but but I was like, man, this looks like it could be a Guy Ritchie movie. I am in. Oh no, I mean it was. Uh, we spent a long time in London. Jason Statham was there. Right. And we had a bunch of helicopter shots of the London streets that automatically right. tricks my brain into thinking it's watching a Guy Ritchie movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Alternate theory. So, at the beginning of the movie, when that woman with the painted on eyebrows, Mommy Dearest, is trying to download the virus into her body or whatever the fuck it is. Vanessa Kirby. She doesn't have a name. Um, (laughs) Idris Elba runs up. Yeah, they said it like twice in the movie. Fuck off, Dave. Um, They say it once an hour. At the beginning, at every hour mark, they say it one time. It's like their FCC warning, like, you're listening to WKAR. Um, But my alternate theory is... If you had no context, it just looked like Idris Elba, a.k.a. McCavity from Cats, was rolling up on a crotch rocket to kill a bunch of dudes for truck fit. The only recollection I have of that first scene was I thought the Master Chief from Halo was going to be in this movie (laughs) until he took his fucking helmet off. Cyborg armor and a super soldier. So, you know, it kind of checks out. I do love that all the bad guys in this have to keep their guns in weird non-traditional holsters, too. Everybody's got, mm-hmm. like, shoulder holsters and chest <laughs> holsters. Nobody just keeps it on their hip except for the good guys. That's how you know they're good guys. I mean, you have to have a gun everywhere. You have to have a gun if you want to reach on your ass, if you want to reach on your shoulder, if you want to reach on your back, you want to reach yeah. on your thigh. That's how we knew this movie wasn't in America because they would have had way more guns on them. And also, they wouldn't have those little safety things on them. 
What are uh, you, my yeah. fucking mom, Queen Elizabeth? I should be able to blow my own dick off on accident if I want to, because it's my right as an American. It's a stranger with a stranger's gun. I mean, I can do it with my own gun, obviously, <laughs> but I want to be able to blow my dick off with a stranger's gun. I hide my gun under my baby because that's the last place they'll look, just like when you shoplift from Claire's. Roll that baby over on those earrings. All of these guns had computers in them that needed to be activated with a special glove for them to shoot, which was great for the plot so that they could hack them later. Oh, it's a glove. I thought it was yeah. a trigger finger, so I just assumed they took all those dudes' fingers. It's like, yep, bop, 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 <laughs> and hold on. That would have been way fucking cooler. What a disappointment. That'd be a lot more difficult to use in the moment, right? Like, if you're like, oh, no, I need to run back and get a finger. Babe, it's a fucking Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> would it really? You know what they did is they cut a finger off and then skinned the inside and put it over their finger like a condom. So they Perfect. just. Perfect. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know like that, that I like that. That's like it's a, finger a Luke Skywalker hand, but it's got like your skin yeah. as a condom. Yeah, it's finger suiting. You're not full skin suiting. It's just the fingertip. Okay, you think that's ridiculous? How yeah. about you think of the moment when when they catch Jason Statham's sister and they're like, you got to tell us what's going on. And then all of a sudden, McCavity, a.k.a. Idris Elba, <laughs> breaks in through the window and takes that bitch and her eyebrows down the fucking building. Whee! And the rock's like, oh, let's repel, brother, and jumps down. And Jason Statham's like, yeah, fuck that. I'll just break an elevator. It's fine. And the rock decides, uh, I'm going to get a callus if I keep, you know, I've already gone down 40 stories <laughs> holding onto a fucking cable with my hands. But, hey drops down onto another guy mm -hmm. that's hooked into on harness rides him to almost the bottom while fighting Idris Elba waits for Idris Elba to be standing on this glass where he's like oh I'm gonna grab this British bitch in her eyebrows and then <laughs> breaks through the glass to also fuck up Idris Elba yeah he drops like I don't know eight fucking stories and just smashes him I mean through the glass, another two stories down onto the top of an SUV. Yeah, I th there was a fuck ton of Duranimo fuck mo uh, moments <laughs> in this. Right. He doesn't he doesn't just drop down. He fully commits and comes in in a Superman pose with both fists forward, head first. Like he's not half-assing this. This is a base jumping Superman punch, and he's all <laughs> into it. You know what it's I was just considering? I would mm -hmm. like to see him play Goro in the next Mortal Kombat. If we can just superimpose, like, sh like a chest and more arms on the middle of his body and make him taller, put him on those weird stilts creepy guys at carnivals are on. Think uh, I who was the centaur in, I think it was Mortal Kombat 2 or 3, Matoro or something? That's who I want to see him play. There was a centaur? But horses don't swim well, do they? This one's okay. <laughs> Yeah, they swim fine, but where did that question come from? Because yeah, I mean, he's from Oceania, motherfucker. He's got to swim. It's true. Damn, oh. didn't y'all watch Baywatch? God, how many times has The Rock been on fucking shitty cinema? Bless his heart. <laughs> Bless his The Scorpion heart. King. All of this shit's been pretty recent. Um, Jay, speaking of disappointment, I need you to talk out your feelings of how you felt about the McLaren oh, car my God. chase scene. I got really excited, hopes. right? So 
So Jason Statham is introduced, and they they do this side by side with him and The Rock, and of course Jason Statham has a badass car. He's got a McLaren 720s, which is an amazing fucking supercar. And so immediately I'm like, oh, Fast and the Furious, we're gonna get an awesome chase scene, right? And they use that to do a chase scene in fucking London at 35 miles an hour. That's good. That's as fast as you can go in fucking London. Right. It's I. It, it's more right. like a whoever trying loaned to fight them with... the McLaren was probably like, do not go over thirty miles an hour <laughs> under I no will... circumstance. They use it for like more like fighting in the car, and so the car gets fucking destroyed because they use it to battle. But but it's not really any racing, and it is a goddamn waste. The only thing I loved in this movie was that fucking McLaren, and they destroy it, and they don't even use it well. I think they did drive it under a semi. Two semis. Okay, sure. Right. Yeah, they did. They have to do the classic Fast and the Furious slide it under the semi. I right. get that. And that was cool. But, uh, it was like fine. McLaren Frogger. You do two. <laughs> you gotta you gotta double tap really fast. But how fucking dare them reference the Italian job, which is right a good after. chase scene movie. Yeah. Oh, right yeah. after the fucking chase scene. Right, like. To those who haven't watched it, if we have some younger listeners, go watch The Italian Job. Is it mm. cheesy and stupid? Absolutely. Are the chase scenes tits? Absolutely. Yeah, no I one's guess perfect. The, the, they were referencing, though, Jason Statham's appearance in The Italian Job remake, which was less good than the original. It was to fine. As best as I can. It was fine. It was all right. It was, it was okay. I didn't watch the remake. I didn't know they remade it. Oh, yeah. yeah. 2003, was, I think. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. It's certainly I thought the not Italian job was from like 2003. No, it's 1960s. Oh, no. I like that version. The remake? I mean, it's, it's okay. Yes. It's got some good chase sequences. It's nowhere near as good as the original. No, no. No. Sure, I don't care. It's got Edward fucking Norton in it, okay? It does not it's have not Michael Marky Caine in it. Marky Mark. No, but or it's got Mike Donald Sutherland and Michael Caine. What the fuck do you want, Jay? What do you want? Which was more upsetting to you? The misuse of the McLaren or, I know we were all triggered by the daisy chain of tow trucks. Oh, I am way more upset about the misuse of the McLaren than I am about the daisy chain of tow trucks. I mean, okay, you're wrong. Jay described that <laughs> as uh, Jay described that when we were going over the plot as a re- the most ridiculous scene, and that's barely top ten for Fast and the Furious, to be honest with you. That's daisy probably fair. Eight trucks together to keep a helicopter on the ground—that checks out. Yeah, that's totally a Fast and Furious moment. They have these trucks connected together all sorts of different ways. Like one guy takes two hooks and like throws them on the axle of the first tow truck. Like, yay, we're connected. And then like another one has like a it scoots its back end under the front of the next (laughs) car and hooks on that way. And then there's another one where they like spear it on. And then all of a sudden, magically, they all unhook and go their separate ways when (laughs) bombs and shit start going off. No, 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 no. I don't know much about tow trucks, but I do know a lot about brushing my own hair, and that's not the way it works. When something's <laughs> knotted together, it just doesn't come out when you want it to. Sometimes you have to cut it out, and your mom grounds you because you cut more of it out than you expected. Now you have second grade bangs. Where am I going with this? 
What's happening? Okay, guys, is that the worst part? Or is the worst part when the chain gets loose and the rock just grabs it <laughs> and holds yes. on to the fucking tow truck on one arm and the helicopter by a chain on the other? That I can believe because I watch his Instagram <laughs> workouts. I absolutely believe he could do that for sure because the helicopter's going the same way. It's not like backing up. I think he could do that. He could not fucking Ricky Raccoon his way against seven fucking trucks to untie shit off screen and then, you know, like scamper back onto the own truck and then hold the shit together. No, I'm going to call just, bullshit. They, maybe they just cut it. They don't care how much hair they're cutting out here. How did they cut it? When did anyone leave their car to cut it? Case, is this the hill you're going to die right, on? Like, you're, yes! you're fine. It's with, fucking insane. You're fine with like eight cars and a helicopter being suspended with only two tires sure. on the front vehicle over <laughs> so yes. on a cliff. It's the fact that they detach without showing you how they detach. That has you yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. Earlier I, in the movie, The Rock drives a truck through fucking pure concrete, and you're like, right. yeah, that's fine. No big yeah. deal. We're, concrete we're gonna, Yeah, whatever. I don't need, know a lot about trucks. I need somebody to remake that scene and just CGI some Velcro strips onto the front and back of each car. those <laughs> 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 getting squished into each other. Just, it's the director's I need edition something. for Casey. <laughs> there were two things that pissed me off to no fucking end in the movie. That was one of them. And the other one was Jason Statham's sister's chisel sharpied on fucking eyebrows (laughs) that you would have gotten a contact high from how much sharpie they had in her fucking eyebrows. Like you see where her eyebrow starts to arch and they were like, "Uh uh-uh, man, we got another inch and a half we can go before we even begin to lift this shit. It made her look like she had like like a a primate brow line. It was just like so thick. Thick. Like in the rain scene, her mascara was not getting wet because she has a full fucking awning of fake eyebrow hanging out <laughs> over her peepers. Nothing's getting wet in there. Her tank Nothing. top was also fucking bone dry in the rain scene. So it was so fucking ridiculous. She could be. A, let me sound like my mom right now. She could be such a pretty girl. But these thick ass <laughs> eyebrows, Casey, I swear to God, they're fucking terrible. She has no. a sunsetter of foreheads. <laughs> Yes. What the fuck? And I don't think she does in real life. Retractable kind. I wish they would retract. Like, I want them to retract. My God, I just want to get my fucking wax pot and some makeup remover and some, like, oops out. Just Uh, right on her face. The thing is, is that that is a sign of a crazy woman, and I'm all about it, Miss Kirby. Keep it up. It's it's like someone took Joan Crawford's eyebrows and just stretched them out. They're not a McDonald's Archie. But they're more like Joan Crawford does Kendall Jenner. More like a straight line across. I'm just like, ugh, me, Jason Statham's sister. Like caveman-ish. Is it more like the Burger King look? Is it the the Burger King eyebrows? It's not even the the carpets don't match the drapes. The the drapes don't match the shears. It's just just (laughs) light blonde hair and these fucking mahogany skid marks for eyebrows. And it just... Oh my god! You know I care about my eyebrows. Yeah, that's yeah. how I allude I, to mental health to people, really, which I is mean, a fucking okay. lie. Hold on, so I, I, I want to gather pick a list. up on that in the five-minute monologue about <laughs> the main female characters' eyebrows. I want to, I want to make a list of things that bother Casey. Right? They didn't show how the cars disconnected. 
They yeah. have way too many eyebrows on John Vanessa Kirby. The it's Rock too has many. too much clothing on. They're too thick. <laughs> no, it's too many. They use three cast members for worth of eyebrows <laughs> on one character. It it really looks like she dipped her thumbs in dog shit, stared directly into the mirror without smiling, and just like straight across. All right, Case, obviously the eyebrows are a bit of a trigger for you, but I'm going to call back to your <laughs> last point and say that you need to accept it and move on. Let's uh, let's talk about something that we all kind of universally hated. The fucking nightmarishly bad dialogue in this movie. Oh, my God. Oh. They tried too fucking hard. Did they? It's just being full of testosterone and more male than the other person trying. Is that trying? I can that. forgive the endless snark and testosterone quips just because it's being delivered by Jason Statham and Dwayne Johnson. And both of them are hilarious doing that dialogue. <laughs> My problem is when the movie would stop to tell me what the movie was doing. Most emphasized in the final fight scene when we see Jason Statham take a hit to the face while Dwayne Johnson finally gets a punch in on Idris Elba. And then they stop to have a 45 second chat about how like if we work together and I take a hit then you can get one in. Like you just showed me that this movie was supposed to be over an hour ago. Please stop. Telling me what you're doing and just if do it. you put right, your t- peanut butter in my chocolate and I put my <laughs> chocolate in your peanut butter, we've got a Reese's cup. It's like they had just spent a whole fucking montage working together, but now they have to realize that if they right. work together, they can win. If they don't say it out loud, did it happen? Okay, the other thing that triggered the fuck out of me server-related is it happened in the beginning of the movie. It happened again towards the middle and the end. You see in the you see these two parallel lifestyles of Hobbs and Shaw, like going into a bar, getting past security, confronting yeah. the bad guy in his own turf. And so the rock steals two shot glasses off a tray, takes them both and just chucks them over his shoulder to throw them yeah. behind him. Fuck you, Fuck wait, you dude. I'm wearing open-toed <laughs> shoes and you're breaking shit on the dance floor. Go fuck yourself. Like, fuck the wait staff. They, somebody else has got to clean that up. Same with Jason Statham. After he beats the shit out of this whole gang with a bottle, he intentionally breaks it. Like, bitch, someone has to clean it up. And it's not you because your bald old ass has got to get out to fucking watch Matlock at eight. Fuck you. How would you, how would you know they're a badass if they're not dicks to the wait staff? Same with the, like, cool uh, gadget Russian bitch that, like, throws all of her glassware on the ground. Like, so did The Rock do that in the diner, too? Like, he finishes his cup of coffee and just chucks it behind him, <laughs> clubs someone, and you hear a baby start crying, a glass break. Like, are they incapable of holding on to shit? Are they babies? I mean, to be fair, in both of those scenes... They also murdered people in those same settings. So, like, I don't know about you, but if my boss says, hey, I need you to clean up the broken glass, I'm going to say, why don't you have whoever you call for the dead bodies take care of that, too? Because <laughs> I'm not getting involved in any part of this. The broken Clearly glass Clearly, you've never babe. worked in food service because they don't give a fuck about a dead body. A dude died at Bob's. 
and an ambulance had to take his body. You think they stopped clearing tables and washing dishes? No, bitch. They just, like, kind of closed off the, like, section around that. But the people across the restaurant were eating with dead body molecules in the air and shit. Here's my question, though. How did a movie about street racers stealing DVD players somehow grow into this saga that is now spawning spinoffs where secret agents battle cyborg super soldiers for world-ending viruses? Because I've been along for the whole ride, and I still don't understand how that happened. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who did it first? Marvel yeah, or Fast and Furious? There you go. Time out. Do you know that it gets worse because in the ninth one, they go to fucking space? <laughs> They're going to go to space. Confirmed. Good. Vin Good. Diesel's little no-neck ass having awesome. ass is yes. going to space. So I hope they're going to be like, is it going to be Mars drifting? Is that what it is? I'm going to be really sad if Vin Diesel's techno music isn't on the soundtrack of Fast and Furious. <laughs> is he even a stakeholder at that point? He started it for, who's that blonde dead guy? Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Paul Wall. He interpreted something that Paul Walker said as to like you should do your techno and went and ran with it. So I mean, good go go balls to the wall, buddy. All right, far enough, guys. Before we talk about if we're gonna watch this movie again, we need to decide. We spent our hard-earned time to go get a credit <laughs> card to get this trial. We put one cent on it. So is it worth it? Was this movie worth all of that time to get that fake credit card? Ooh. Ugh, I don't really know. I uh are, are more of the Fast and Furiouses on HBO? Yeah, I think that's the question. Cause if if yes, then yeah, put it in put it in a sequence of Fast and the Furious movies. If not, right. oh. I don't know that I'd just run out and get a trial for it. I yep. see. So I understand that it's like when you watch well, the price is right because there's so fucking many of them when you're sick and home, you just watch them in succession. <laughs> right. You like, do that, you watch them all for a day. I, I'd say it's worth signing up for a trial if there's a bunch of Fast and Furiosi that you can consume, with this being one of those. But just this one on its own, I don't think so. If you feel sick and want perspective of how you could feel worse and just, like, watch them all in order, yeah, maybe. But, yeah. like, there's more explosions than the witches, but also no one went full Nick Cage either, so I'm really torn. Yeah. I don't think just for this movie would I get it. It's it it's not like a Godzilla or a Mortal Kombat. It's not enough of an event in and of itself. Right. It's just a, right. a, a very typical action movie. All right, so it is totally worth getting a trial. Get your HBO a trial today <laughs> with your free credit card from Shitty Cinema that we're not going to provide. Go get your fucking own. But we have one final question Jay, I'll start it with you. Hobbs and Shaw, or sorry, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Are you going to sit down and watch it again? Oh, man, that's a tough question. I do. I really love Jason Statham and The Rock. I thought that Vanessa Kirby was great. The cameos, I mean, Ryan Reynolds, right? He's, He's fantastic. So I had a lot of fun with it in that respect. Some of the fighting is good. There was a couple of moments like when The Rock was jumping off of the building to land on the guys that were running down the side of it. I was really in, but uh-huh. it's kind of long. The juxtaposition of like trying to be really funny and macho, but kind of letting me down in the action. And the slow pacing of it really just ended up killing for me. And the more that I think about it, 
the moments that I really enjoyed don't really make up for the entire movie. So I was leaning toward yes, but I'm actually going to say no. No, I'm I'm not going to watch it again because wow. if I don't if I really want to watch another Fast and the Furious movie, I'll just go watch some of those which have more of what I love. So Casey, what about you? The Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Would you watch it again? I'm really on the fence for this because there's a lot of bad in it. Like, again, all of the being dick to servers. Like, is that cool again? <laughs> or is this like the new Paris and Nikki? Like, what the fuck is happening right now? I don't like this odd couple. Um, but maybe if I don't have to watch it all or sit down the whole time or be quiet, maybe. I love Jason Statham's fights. I'm always happy when he's brawling. The Rock does a good amount of, like, showy fighting without taking it all the way to the ring. But this is also deeply stupid. Nothing made sense. Nothing was followed to its logical conclusion or really any fucking conclusion. And it like it felt like when one of your cousins came over to play when you were little and took out every toy you owned to play with it for 20 seconds and then left for you to clean up. But I think I would just for Jason Statham's fighting and Idris Elba's everything. Ooh. Yes, oh, wow. I would I watch this again. Dave, how about you? The Fast and the Furious presents a Playboy original presents <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw semicolon the recockening. Would you watch it again? Yeah, I, I, I don't want anything I say to make it seem like this is a, a good film because it's not. It's a deeply stupid, very bad product. Uh, and the people who made it should be disappointed in themselves. What it does have, though, are a couple of things that I just can't get in many places. And that's stuff like Jason Statham punching the shit out of people. I don't know why Jason Statham doesn't get more work. He's a fantastic action lead. And he needs to have a lot more work, but he just doesn't right. get it that often. And in, especially in something as big budget as this. You just don't see that that often. Uh, the dialogue is just atrociously bad. Uh, but when it's delivered by Ryan Reynolds, Kevin Hart, Jason Statham, and Dwayne Goddamn Johnson, it's kind of fun. Uh, and the stunts in this are incredibly stupid. They're some of the dumbest stunts I have ever seen. <laughs> but they take them to fucking 11, and they don't half-ass the actual CGI of it. So as dumb and as stupid as this movie is, there aren't many places I can get these things from. So yeah, I'm going to watch Hobbs and Shaw Ooh. again. Wow. Juice, this was your movie, and it comes down to you on here on your final week as a full-time host of Shitty Cinema. Fast and Furious presents Colin Hobbs and Shaw. Would you watch it again? <laughs> Parentheses, hell fucking yeah. Oh! Yeah. Now, this is a very particular type of movie, right? It's a Fast and Furious movie. It's not something that I want to watch all the time. But at that moment that I want to go to a fucking Fast and Furious, this is going to fit right in. I know, Jay, you said that it, it's not quite, it might have been a little too over the top for you, but all of them are over the fucking top. They're going to space next time. Let's come the fuck on. <laughs> they don't have much else so to do. So, yeah, next time I want to see it, uh, probably not the next time. I'll be honest. I'm going to watch some of the other Fast and Furiouses next time I get into one of those fucking moods. But this will definitely be on the list at some point. So, uh, on that note, guys... The verdict is in. My final verdict as a full-time Cinemite. Three out of four of us are going to sit down with Hobbs and Shaw. And, oh man, semicolon, Fast and Furious, our way to a better ending. Jay, I'm sorry you get to be on that lonely island this time. 
it's okay. We we don't think any less of you unless the cinemas do. Then maybe. Jay, enjoy your lonely island. We're going to be leaving you alone and instead taking a road trip. I'm doing my best, Oprah. Look under your seat. There's car keys. We're going on a trip. So make sure you get pack all your weed, hit up a gas station, and fight over the radio because next week I'm bringing Crossroads from 2000-something with Dan Aykroyd and Britney <laughs> fucking Spears. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd's in it. Yeah, Dave. Oh, no. Suck it. I was going to ask if this was the Britney Spears one. No, it's the Dan Aykroyd one. Dan fucking Aykroyd. Guys, follow us on social media at Cinema, Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, Instagram at Casey.Cinema, Patreon slash Shitty Cinema, or PlainOldShittyCinema.com. If you didn't catch all that, it's in the motherfucking episode description. If you want to help us out, have a friend give us a 30-day trial listen, and as always, let's turn out the lights, crank mm. up our cars, and get ready for a high-stakes monkey in a barrel. Huh?